Welcome to Conversations with Dr. K on the believer's response to life's toughest issues. It's good to have you uh, for the last day of our three-day fasting Sunday, and I'm expectant. My expectation is all out. I hope your expectation is all out. Uh, by the way, welcome to the month of May, the month of May, your month of rest round about. Uh, I had the Lord saying, I will give you, establish, I will establish you in rest in this month. You, 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 you will walk in rest, you will manifest rest, you will demonstrate rest. There will be manifestation of rest in every single aspect of your life. It's going to be such an, an awesome time in God's presence this morning. Hey, Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. Hello, Pastor Jerry. Good to see you. Pleasure is mine. Happy New Month. Same to you. Same to you. Uh, it's, wow. it's definitely going to be a month of the supernatural. That's right. I, and, I, and I received that. Hallelujah. You know, Pastor Jerry, we get, today is going to be a little bit more conversational more than ever. Because uh, this morning, as I was preparing for this meeting, I had the Lord saying, he said, what I want to do today is that I want to match both of your anointing and release unusual grace, unusual grace on people. Mm. You know, there's something about collaboration, which is one of the mm. things I love this season for. It gives us an mm. opportunity to collaborate. You know, there's something yes. about, in Bible says one, we take a thousand, while two, we take a 10,000. It didn't say 2,000. It said yes. 10,000. So there's an expo exponential so, multiplication no, 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 no. Yes, that so. comes with collaboration when yes, it's sir. done appropriately yes but sir. you bring two eggs together your your level of results goes to another level how much more two spirits if two eggs can get great results amazing results how much more two spirits you know mm -hmm. I, I woke up this morning and there was there was this only hunger in me which was so strong and i want to address i want to address a few things in the body of christ especially in our country, Nigeria. Yes. For example, I noticed yesterday quite a number of people were putting on posts about mask, 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 this, mask, that. I saw it all over the internet. And by the way, I'm not saying this to attack anybody. This is not to attack anybody. I'm standing in my office as a prophet to right. address things. Uh, you know, when you preach the natural, your people will have faith in the natural. Yes. When you declare the supernatural, your people will have faith in the supernatural. Yes. Uh, as yes. far as mask is concerned, I have nothing against mask. In mm -hmm. fact, in my house, there are hundreds of masks which have been given to people, which I'm still going to give to people. Just to let mm -hmm. you know, I'm not against the wearing of mask. I, mm -hmm. I mean, in fact, my wife and I, we went out after the broadcast yesterday afternoon and, you know, went to a grocery store and, you know, we put on mask because that's the expectation. We're expected mm -hmm. to put on mask. And, you know, it's safe in the natural to put on masks. So we put on masks. But there's a difference between putting on masks and having your feet in the mask. There's a difference between washing so your true. hands and having your feet in the fact that you're washing your hands. Yes. We do all yes. those things because, I mean, that is socially responsible to protect yourself and to protect others. But our feet is in is not in all those things. Now, Absolutely. what I want preachers, especially preachers, ministers of the gospel that might be watching this to realize is this. 
you know, God has given you a platform and the, the, the way you use your, that platform is so important. Mm -hmm. You can use that platform to project the natural and you can mm -hmm. use that platform to project the supernatural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, what, where your people's, what yes. I tell people is this, mention those things, but don't preach them. Mm. Okay, keep hygiene, I mean, keep social distance, mention them. But there's a difference between mentioning them and preaching them. I totally agree with you, man of God. And the, your position is my position. The NCDC did not recruit me. <laughs> I am a spokesperson for the kingdom. And so um, I, I am not part of the physical management protocol of um, a demonic disease. That is not what I came mm. Now, if the, medics, if the medics have gone out there and say people should wear masks, people should do this and all of that, like you said, I will talk about it. Mm. I will talk about it. But the last time I checked, if right, right deep in my heart, I believe that um, COVID-19 is a demonic disease. I yes. have understanding that hand sanitizer does not chase out demons. And I have understanding that um, face mask does not chase out demons. Mm -hmm. And so I, with that understanding, I cannot be preaching the gospel of mask. Uh, I will mention it. Look, people of God, um, make sure uh, the, the management protocol says face mask, hand sanitizer, social distance, maintain all of those things. But I know where I'm going to ask them to build capacity in. Preach. Because that's what... I, I, we, it, you know the problem? There's a bigger problem. The bigger problem is the place That's where right. it's become more natural. Yes, yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's symptomatic of a bigger issue. And the <laughs> issue is that we have become more natural than we have become more supernatural. And this yeah. is exactly the same reason why our children in our houses, for starters, our children, the reason why pastors' children, evangelist children, prophets' children are turning out wrong, you know why? Man of God, when we grew up, when I was growing up, I would tell my mom I have headache. My mom would call me, kneel, ask me to kneel down, lay hands on me, and pray for me, and say that that headache has disappeared. And then I walk in, in five minutes or ten minutes later, my mom would call me and ask me, I say, what? You said you had a headache. Where is that headache? And I just look and say, the headache is no longer there. Part of my belief in a God that answers prayer came from my mom who was willing to demonstrate her faith in God. Mm. But then again, we have a set of parents, a set of pastors, a set of evangelists, a set of prophets. Daddy, I'm having a headache. There's Prastamol upstairs. There's Prastamol in the, in the distance. There's Prastamol and all. How will they know that there is something called the supernatural? How will they know? Sometimes do not recommend the Paracetamol. Recommend your own faith. Push your own faith to the limit. And then tomorrow you want that boy to come and start having honor for God. No, sir. They will not have honor for God because you didn't teach them. You didn't. The Bible speaking about Abraham. Say, I know my servant Abraham, for he will command his children. He will Preach not give it. them an option. He will command his children mm. because there's a way they're going to see evidence in his life. He, they will see that, listen, this thing that daddy is doing is not a joke. I do not want my children to only see me walk in the supernatural when I'm on the platform. Mm. No, I, will, I do not just want mm. to walk in the supernatural when I'm on the platform. This they, is getting I deep. I love that. Supernatural is what we eat in our house. My daughter should know that the next time your classmate tells you I'm having a headache or I'm sick, you say, can I lay hands? Because we need to let them know. Because even the Bible will speak about it and say healing is the children's bread. 
So the reason why we have a lot of people, we become more say we want to partner with the government. That's what they call it. We want yeah. to partner with the government. We want to uh, say the things that government is saying. We want to look good in their eyes. We want to, when Jesus came and the first thing he attacked was the authorities of his day. The first thing he went for were religious people who will not, like I said yesterday, he says to them, you've made the word of God of no, of no effect through, oh. through your tradition. Because these are Preach the same it. things and all of that. I mean, I had to confront a member of my church, you know, and then all he keeps saying is, go, stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home. <laughs> and I had to call him on the phone. I said, stay home, up here. Stay at home. You want to talk about staying at home? I said, you are staying at home because you have the money. You're staying at home because you're not getting, you're, you're not one of these people who are remunerated on a daily basis. I said, let me tell you their stories. And I began to tell him the stories of these people and all of that. I said, that's why, because you still have money in your pocket. You sit down in your house and you shout him, stay home. Instead of you to engage the Lord in serious prayer. I said, we are the critical position right now. If this guy stay at home, there is problem. If they leave, there is problem. And so what is the solution? Right now in Nigeria, you know, right now they're saying they are relaxing the lockdown. You know, if you relax the lockdown and people go, there will still be infection. Now that they're still staying in the house, there are still infections. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? So the only thing we have to do is prayer. The only thing we have to do Preach. is prayer. So this is the fact. The, I mean, you see gospel, eh? Anybody that thinks he knows Bible and he has power, now is the time to prove Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is Let's the time. support that joke. I know God. God is going to do it. Let's see. Coronavirus is not listening to God. He's not listening to God. I want to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Look, that's not what COVID-19 is listening. COVID-19 is looking for men who have power. Men power. Who have their power. Have you spent some time in the secret place? Cooking yourself. Have you, and there was something. I, 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 there was something inside yesterday that I, I said I said I was gonna I was gonna let my people know that there's a generation being sought for and it's a generation of give me some time. Just the same way Daniel would say to the king, just give me some time. Me some a generation time. of give me some time. There's a place I usually go to. Just give me some time. Give me some when time. I come out, give me some time. Let me pray. Give me some time. But you know that time we don't have. Unfortunately, we still find a lot of men on the pulpit struggling with their prayer life. Struggling. How do you how do you impact the supernatural when you still have a prayer life that is not stable? Now the city the situation we're in right now is demanding for power. Is demanding for power. It's, yeah, it's, so it. it's like that boy that was possessed, and Jesus and his uh, disciples, you know, where um, the, the disciples of Jesus were trying to um, uh, deal with the situation. And Jesus came and told them, You guys don't understand. You see this guy, he goeth out now. Bible by praying and fasting. You guys have not laid up some deposits that will draw some things out of your debt. And so, a man of God, I totally, I love this conversation we are having because I have had it in one-on-one -on -one with some people. I've had it with one-on-one. -on -one. I'm an advocate of the supernatural. That is what I keep speaking. That is what I keep to yes. Is it that we, yes, I mean, <laughs> is it if you are, if you are neither cold nor warm, is it I will spew you out of your mouth? I will spew you. You're preaching right, man of God. You're preaching. I mean, <laughs> you know, now listen, anybody that's known me for years, we know this has always been me. And I'm not going to change for anybody. Because in the first place, it has worked for me. That was how I got to the U.S. Yes. That's how I got to Chicago. Yes. That's how we easy finances. I remember the other day, 
my son, I was in the in the living room. My son came down from upstairs. This was around 4 a.m. I was doing some stuff in the middle of the night. And my son came to me and says, Dad, I've not been able to sleep. And he looked worried. Initially, I wanted to be like, okay, go and take something, PM, because, you know, I'm a pharmacist by training. But after a while, I stopped myself. I said, okay, come here, son. Hey, open your Bible to somewhere now, 27. He opened there. He said, what does verse 2 say? Say, gives his beloved sleep. I said, take it upstairs. Go and meditate on it. You will sleep. And that was the end of the discussion. And after it, he slept soundly. I said, go and meditate on Psalm 27, verse 2. He said, he gives his beloved sleep. And that was it. The other day, my daughter, I have a 15 year old, I mean, going to 60 year old. She looks so worried. I said, why? Because, of course, everybody has been, she's, she's a boarding school, she's a boarder, she's in boarding school, but now everybody's at home doing work online and to compensate the fact that they are not in physical classroom. The teachers are giving them more work. So she seemed overwhelmed. And she, and she looked so worried. I said, Daddy, you know, so I just looked straight on her. I mean, I said, I said, you know the way we're going to stop this problem? She said, how? I said, we're not going to worry. I said, you're going to put all these things aside and you're going to practice the word of God. Take no thought for anything. Mm. She looked at me and said, that's the solution. Take no thought for anything. I said, just focus on Jesus. You'll be fine. The homework will be fine. Everything will be done. Take it off your mind. And I walked out of the dining room. So I said, oh, maybe you should have shown more care as a parent. The best way I can parent her is by pointing her to the word of God. I agree, man of God. A time is going to come in our life that I will not be physically there. Train up a child in the way, in the way she will live or he will live. And when he's grown up or when she's grown up, she will not depart from it. True, true, man of God. You know, your testimonies remind me very vividly. What happened, um, uh, is it two weeks ago? Um, so, um, uh, and I'm going to begin from somewhere. So, and I was, I, was at, I was at the office and my wife calls me and said, oh, I'm having a bad headache. I'm having a bad headache. And I said to her, oh, you're having a bad headache. And I'm like, okay. And she said to me immediately, say, I've taken this, I've taken that and all of that. So I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just hoping I will be fine. I'm just hoping I'll be fine and all that. So I said, okay, since you have taken, just relax a little bit. You've been stressed the whole lot lately. Just calm down, you'll be fine. And minutes later, she calls me back. She said, I'm not getting any better. I'm not getting any better. So then I had come back to the house, but I didn't want to disturb her. So and all that. And then she said, I'm not getting any better. I took my head. I said, ah, which kind of nonsense is this one? And all that. I said, let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. I said, command this leg. Get out. What is wrong with you? And all that. And I prayed. And all that. A few minutes later, if my wife is watching, she probably, you know, a few minutes later, she sends me a message. And then she tells me, she said, thank you. Thank you for that prayer. It was as soon as you were done with the prayer, I was fine. Mm. I was very fine. And then my wife shared also a testimony which was really, really very... One day, I, she came and met me. Not one day, maybe like two weeks ago as well, about the same time. In fact, it was at this period. So she said to me that um, she just discovered that um, to fast is a little bit... Uh, that when she now tries to fast, that she doesn't know whether she's is hostile or whatever and all of that. I said, which guy is hostile? It's not hostile, it's attack. It's attack. And you don't, you don't, anything says you will not fast is an attack. Is an attack. And, all, and she said, okay, no problem. And I didn't know that my wife began fasting. Sincerely, Pastor okay. If she told me she was going to fast, I probably would tell her, calm down, you know, down. just calm down. Less. But she didn't tell me she was going to fast. She just started off fast and all. So we, we were just having a conversation. And she told me, do you know I've been fasting? I said, ah, 
You've been fasting. And she said, the day you told me that this is an attack, I told myself, I will not watch myself being subjected by the devil. She said, I began to fast. Now, this does not make sense to a man who is carnal. A mm. carnal man cannot understand. From that time till today, whatever that looked like, whatever that was biting in the tummy and all of that, everything disappeared. And it's, it, I mean, it's, it, I mean, generation, the world, the people, they are just asking us, there's something inside of you, bring it out. There's something God put there, bring it out, bring it out. But we're trying to say, hey, you know what? The people of the world said, the, the, the doctor said, this person said this one, this other one said this one. There's something you said since day before yesterday that made sense. And I think it's a, the supernatural is not a supplement. It's not a supplement. The supernatural is not a supplement. It's not a supplement. It's not a supplement. I'm afraid to say, if the church had a curriculum right now, if we could look at what you might call a church curriculum, mm -hmm. I'm afraid to say to you that the supernatural is one credit course that you only do in your first year. You said it perfectly. through your years in the university, you don't do it anymore. So there are six credit loads, there are um, uh, one, uh, which other credit load, and all that, that you find with shrink. You know why you are talking? But I, that's not what God is saying in the now. That's right. You know why you are talking? I remember when we were in school, there's something called elective. You know, elective courses that you can, you have an option. Maybe you take it or not. Mm. And mm. at times they don't mm. even have any credit. Mm. You just you just do it by the side. You know, some mm. people say, oh, they are running uh, uh, ministry leadership course or whatever. And Supernatural is just one tiny bit of it. You know, it's like, okay, there's a, as for yes. that, it will look like they didn't touch it. They say, okay, we cover Supernatural. And you know, Pastor Paul, you said something, yeah. on, he said something on Saturday that blessed me. He said, the mere fact that it seems you've been doing something and you are getting results does not mean your method is right. The book, the book, the book, talking about the Bible, yes, is, yes. is, a, is, is, the, is, is actually a manual. That's what, you know, Jesus is the manual. The church of Jesus Christ in America is not the manual. Mm -mm. And I say this boldly, having lived in America for almost 21 years, Mm. The church of Jesus mm. Christ in America is far mm. from being the manual of Christianity. Mm. Yes, sir. True. True. This is coming from somebody that lives in America. Yes. I repeat, the church of Jesus Christ in America is not the manual of Christianity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And every yes. church in America, they really they really pray. Prayer is not even part of the service. That's the truth. That's the or truth. Maybe somebody will just say prayer. You know, you yes. pray prayer, you don't say you prayer. Pray. <laughs> they come and say a prayer. Prayer yeah, is not meant prayer. to be said. Eh, eh. It's, it's meant to be prayed. prayed. In fact, Dr. K, Apostle Paul described it. He said, Epaphras labored in prayer. Labor, labor. Ah, man of God, labor in prayer. And guess who was speaking? That's the Apostle of Grace himself. Grace himself. So, you know, listen, so I, I, I teach grace a lot. It's one of the yeah. areas that God has enabled me, I empowered me to teach. And I tell people all the time, all these fake grace preachers and teachers that tell you the reason why you don't pray is because of your understanding of grace. I said, they don't get it. In fact, what makes you to pray is because you understand it's grace. True. Because grace is about you cannot do it by you. You need yes. a higher force. 
grace is about coming under a mighty hand. Mm. And grace is literally applying to something bigger than you. Drawing. Grace is you crying out and say, I can't undo it. I need supplies. Yes, I don't have it in myself. If you claim to know grace, and that's the reason why you are not praying, you are mm. a fake grace person. Mm. Yeah, very fake grace people, they are soaked in prayer. They are locked in prayer. They live by prayer. Jesus was grace personified. And the Bible said, look at the way he lived. He will finish a crusade and go to the mountain and pray all night. Mm. And pray all night. He will send his disciples one way. He's always talking about, I am my father. Mm -hmm. I am my father. You know, that was, he was in constant communication. Constant communication. He and was addicted to prayer. Man of God, you're just speaking in my heart. You know, the thing is that I always want, I like planning a lot. I like planning. I like, I, I, I don't like to be surprised or embarrassed. But I still don't get it why month by month, you prepare a sermon series for the month. And the Holy Spirit never interrupts you. Never interrupts you. So the sermon series must run its course. That this one is what you never in man of God. I am looking for it, it. It's like it's like what we find. What I was saying yesterday when there was healing in that particular at the beautiful gate, and that guy ran into the church and caused the disruption. And there was the one I was talking about the disruptive generation. And when I'm looking for the fact, that where are the days when I want to speak the word? All of a sudden, I know it's not the Holy Spirit is saying, Don't, don't, this not, this not work. Let my, can my people worship me. The, the things I want to do right now, the things I want to do right now, Ooh. the atmosphere changes. Masuta kaya kaya. You feel like there are strange, mighty impartations going on and the ideas are bursting out. And the message for that day is suspended because the owner of the church is still directing the affairs. Took over. It's still directing the affairs. Where are those days? We gotta bring them back into oh, I agree to the congregation. There are days I step into the pulpit and I just feel I, I not feel my people know me. You cannot tell what it is that is going to happen. That's the truth. You can't walk into my congregation and say, This is what is going to happen. I have had to interrupt too many things, and it doesn't usually happen at my there are times when the worship is going on. And then the next thing, after worship, something comes up. After this one, something comes up. And during the worship, I just feel like there's, there's, an, there's something the Holy Spirit wants us to do. I just feel the Holy Spirit wants me to go from seat to seat and begin to minister to people Jesus. while the worship is going on. And off I go. I leave my seat. I just keep going. Move it. And at those times you've had a mind-blowing time. Why must worship finish? And then declaration will happen. This other one will happen. This other one will happen. Before you now come up, you must finish preaching that your message. Why? It and is listen, not the let, let me interject something. Let me interject something. This is coming from someone who holds at least six services on a Sunday morning. Yes. yes. Because yes. the excuse people give is because... The church has grown and they run multiple services, so everything mm -hmm. has to be sandwiched <laughs> and Holy Ghost has to be controlled. I mean, Holy Ghost has to be controlled, actually. Has to be controlled. <laughs> and they use this scripture the spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophet. They don't know, understand that scripture. They should go and read it well, but in context. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh my God, this is, you know, Pastor, I mean, Pastor Jerry. This discussion that we're having, I mean, on this level, I had the Lord saying this discussion needs to go global because of a generation. 
Because there are small boys in their early 20s. Yes. Yeah, but God told me, so one of the things that's going to happen in post-COVID is that there's going to be an unleashing of ministry gifts on a whole new level. There are people that are coming, that are coming up yes. right now yes. that have not seen enough of the right model yes. of yes. ministry. Yes. And if they are not straightened, I mean, based on the, the scriptural model, yes. we will lose a generation. Because what yes. box yes. control the gifts of the spirit, they don't see it. So how can you mm. manifest the gifts? How did I start manifesting the gifts of the spirit? I was a young man, probably 18 years old. I, I was on campus doing pharmacy. I saw somebody who was like three years older than me in a meeting, and he was, he, was, he, he, was, he was prophesying and giving word of knowledge, and I was challenged. And you know, within a week, I started doing it because I saw it. Yes. There was an image of the supernatural, and that's one of the problems. There's not enough image of the yes. supernatural and there's not enough image of people cleansing lepers raising the dead no no no, the no, no 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 we need to multiply and, and, and Go ahead, sir. i share this with you and mm, it, it's so important i share this with you so um right uh, th 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 there was um there was this meeting i think it was exponential exponential 20 um i was it 18 to, uh, or 2017 i am not too certain uh, I don't, I can't, I've forgotten. It's not uh, clear in my head. And so I was speaking in this meeting. So I had had this strange encounter where the dead came back to life. So, um, so when he came back to life and then I began to share, I was in the pastor's meeting. So, and I was sharing about the, the thing that happened. So, and a young man who was there said he was so challenged. Like he has, he said nothing else that was said made sense to him but the fact that he could not believe that in this world that the dead coming back like how from where to where so i remember you know how it is you finish a conference a lot of people people just say hello to you up and down and all that so but he said and he remembers coming to me and just holding me and crying you know that i just said a prayer i mean i can't even remember that that happened but let me tell you the story of this young man so this young now he was even carried in the national dailies what is the story so somebody dies in their community and then the children of the uh, person is very rich and all that. Cut the entire long story short. While people gathered and you know how it is, people were just gathering and all that. And the guy said he just remembered a time of demonstration of the power of God is now. So that he just went in that spirit. Cut the entire long story short. This guy prayed for this person and this person who died came back to life. What, what I'm agreeing with you in, on this is that we, they don't, they've not seen enough. They've not now, seen enough. The reason it. why he was able to plow in into this level and dimension and realm is because somebody has shown me that this can be done. Somebody has shown me that this can be not done. Right now, we have shown them enough that there can be blazing lights on the pulpit. We have shown them that there can be, you know, people, you can put this light here, do this there, and it can rotate. They know, they have seen that part very well. But right <laughs> now, we can show deeper things. We can show deeper. It's not wrong. Yes, the light. It's not wrong. Because you have wrong. it. I have it. Yes. yes. Not just video wall, even my stage is video. Everything is video. We yes. have light shining. So we're not against it. Because the smoke thing, I'm serious. Because I just felt like it's a distraction. Now, yes. I have nothing against smoke. But there have been days I just felt like 
I need the real glory of God in this meeting. Mm -hmm. I mean, all this, you are trying to generate smoky atmosphere for me. Mm -hmm. Please shut it down. I don't need you know, you know, man of God, I love what you're saying about generating because this is exactly what the prophet said on Mount Carmel. On Mount Carmel, he said, please, for what we're about to do now, put no fire under. <laughs> Let we, for these sacrifices, he said, let's not put any fire under. We want fire that comes from us. The real one. So this is that season, yes, where nobody must put fire under. Mm -hmm. No, trying to this thing. You know, everything comes from the place of spiritual laziness. I know it's spiritual Yes. It's, it comes from the place of spiritual laziness. Because you can't expect me to give what I don't have. If I've made the secret place a habit, if I've made the secret place my go-to place, if I've made the secret place my automatic way of being, and all that, I cannot hide it. I can't come in a conversation with my brother and then I'm talking about, I must talk about who I am. I can't I can talk about the, the, the stories that excite me are stories of the power of God, are stories of the grace of God, are stories of this and stories of that and stories of, and you cannot come to me. Now, see what has happened. The reason why the supernatural was despised many years ago, because a lot of the people who manifest the supernatural are usually people who are not very well lettered. Some people who manifest the supernatural are people who don't have cutting edges in other areas. Maybe because they can't really preach or teach or mm -hmm. they have the signs mm -hmm. and wonders. Mm -hmm. So they just carry the signs and wonders. So some people just look at them, mm, you don't know the scriptures. Mm, you don't know this one. Mm, you, you've not been able, mm, you're not even polished. Oh, you are. But right now, God is choosing choice vessels. If you want oratory, they have it. If you want the, uh, to be able to understand the exigencies of the scripture, mm -hmm. they have it. They That's right. And this thing, but then again, they are not undermining the power of God. Mm, so that's the word undermining the power of God, undermining the power of God. And so, around here, I do understand there are, there, there, I mean, there was a time I, I was really worried. You know, in my side in the southeast of Nigeria, you're probably gonna find out that a lot of people here are into magic, they are not into I know, they're my into magic. I know. So, you see, a lot, a lot, a lot of people who do all kinds of things around here. So my best discouragement when I came and I knew God wanted me to walk in the supernatural was I just kept saying to myself, I don't want to look like these guys. I want to do ministry that is different. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want them when they will start saying, eh, lame will walk, blind with me or two. I'll start saying, you know, and all that. I, I just want to do my thing. I just want to do my, and the Holy Spirit says, shut up. The reason why they're in business is because men like you have not a reason. Three chicks. The reason why they can deceive people is because people like you have not a reason. It's a carry my they will hear the truth and then see the manifestation. But for these ones, look at no, I mean they, people are seeing the man and listen, the truth of the matter is that we do not even know that no matter how big your congregation is and there is no evidence of the spirits that is supporting it, I'm afraid to tell you that your members come for the excellence and swag. And sometime in the they middle of the night, sometimes yes, they go and do courses outside when they have issues. Wednesday fellowship, a vigil. They go there for vigil. They go and there, and then they show up in the church. And I know you think that the money you are seeing is even all of their money. No, no, no. You know what is that? It is not keeping. We, I don't, I don't, I don't want. What, one of the things I found that I was telling um, a, a, a prodigy of mine, and I said, I watched your service online, and I said, why do you tell people pray, 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 and you are not praying? I said, why do you do that? Why do you need prayers and you're saying pray, pray, pray? You're not praying. You're, when you just uh, bring up a prayer point, you will not be praying. You'll not be quiet, you know. And then they will now be the ones praying, praying, praying. Then you put up another prayer point, ginger them again. I say, are you junior Holy Spirit? 
You are not doing your Holy Spirit. You, if you want people to, you are not, you're not uh, 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 supervising the prayer. Mm -hmm. You're not the one supervising the prayer. You, 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 you are not praying. You are not praying. You are not praying. I say, when you are really praying, you want, then I, I think Apostle Paul says one of the most profound things. He said, be ye imitators of me as I am of Christ. I, I'm like, how does a man say that kind of thing? Just imitate me. So the question is not just imitate me. The question is, what are you doing that is imitable? Let me say it that way. What is it that you are doing that is imitable? So right now, if I'm saying to people, copy me in a place of, then they can see their pastor. I, I put up prayer meetings and two hours, I'm not tired. And then they see, yay, man of God. My man of God is not running out of, they see me do the things of the spirit. They see, and the truth is that I am excited when I see my church people tell me, oh, pastor, I went and laid hands here. Look, oh, I went and did this one here. Oh, I went and did this other one. And I'm like, yes, that's the generation we're raising. It will not, the mantle does not end at the pulpit. It's not, it's not that, there are too many places to go and impact for Jesus. And the anointing must not rest only with you. It must not rest with you. So this is the army that is emerging. These are the people we're bringing up for Jesus. And the truth is that until we can boldly say, look, imitate my prayer life. Can't you see the way I pray? Can't you see the way I do this thing? Can't you see the way I, can't you see? And when they look at you, they see hunger for God. And it is not drama. It is not you trying to grow a church or try, like I said yesterday, and I, okay, I don't know whether I saw this Insta Life or, um, or somewhere else that I had administration also online. And I was telling, to, telling them, they said, ah, okay, it was somewhere else. And they say, how did your number become this big? How did your church become this big? And all of that. And I said to them, sincerely, I never set out to do ministry having large numbers in mind. Some of my people, um, um, if they are online here, they probably would know that this is so true. So, man of God, I tell you this. On the first day, we're going to have church as well. So, we're six years. So, on the first day, we're going to have church and all that. I just kept saying people won't come. Reduce the seat. Take out the seat. Take out. The, let's I wanted a medium-sized church where I would just be able to say hello to guys and guys would say hello to me. Pastor, what's up? Pastor, what's going on? Pastor, how's your day? And all that. I'll be able to just just before and all that. I didn't set out to have a large congregation. In fact, till today, it's one of the, I feel like I should, I should know everyone in my church, honestly. I feel I, sh I should know everyone in my church, but unfortunately I can't. But then again, I didn't set up how everything blew out is when God began to say to me, look at me, anything I ask you to do, you're going to, there are days, man of God, I've prepared powerful messages. And I'm telling myself, I'm a preacher of a storm today. Guys will know that their pastor is not here to joke, you know. And I prepared, well, dotted all my eyes, crossed out all my teeth, and I'm getting there. And I'm seeing the Holy Spirit say, today is not that day. Let my people just worship. Just worship. Just, I say, ah, me, upon all my preparation. You should have told me in the night. You should have told me while I was preparing all of these things that you will not, after preparation, I will not say anything. Holy Spirit says, no, my people just want, and man of God, when the worship breaks out, then you hear testimonies that say, Pastor, I had cancer. But that day, you said, it's all about worship. You know, I had, I was on stage for cancer. The day you said it was all about worship, that was the day I received my destiny. You know, and, and Jesus, Holy Spirit, like you said, we are the ones leading the Holy Spirit. So there are many more things about the supernatural. You know, and Peter, you know, when Jesus said to Peter, launch out into the deep, launch out into the deep. And Peter replied, Jesus, I said, we have told all night. If I put that statement in other English, it means that this thing you are asking me to do, I don't do it before. I don't do it before. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, 
between what you were asked to do and what you are doing now. The difference is who sent who. Yes. The first one, you sent yourself. The second one, I am the one sending you. And that is where the key difference is. So, you know, how it is the Lord sends you and say, make this happen. And then you do it. And all that. I didn't send myself. Let for me, I wanted to do this. And this is where a lot of God's people may need to pay more attention about listening to God. What is God saying? What is, and you know what is happening, Dr. K, is that there's a lot of copying. There's a lot of copying. There's a lot of copying. And I, I, as much as I get inspired by great men, I let the Lord, I get the inspiration, but I let the Lord direct me. Richard. I let the Lord direct me. And all that. So I don't get that, oh, this person is doing this right now. I want to copy it and do This person is doing You know, some people are actually, their biggest problem is that they are copying too many people. So there's a riot going wrong. There's a riot inside of them right now. So they don't know who they should be. Because there's a bit of this person, there's a bit of this, there's a bit of, there's a bit, there's a bit. So, and then you are mixing them all together. Who are you? Who are you? So there's confusion. Even they themselves, have, forget their titles, forget where they've come to ritually lazy. We do not give him the opportunity to bake us in the secret place. We just, we just, we just need to let him tell us because it is in discussion. I, I find myself as I seek him. That's, that's the truth. I, I, I find who I truly am as I seek him because that's where I'm changed from glory to glory. Now as I behold with an unveiled face, that's where I find me because there are things I never felt I could do. There are, you know how it is, everyone who looks at me say, Pastor, there is fire. Pastor, is not why I, I didn't think I was like this. I'm telling you, even up until the time I was working for the United Nations, when I used to work for the UN, the very first time, I don't forget, when I had something to do with the UN, and I got him into, I mean, it was, a, it, was, it, was a, it was a buffet. Everyone was going to get buffet. Going, going to get buffet. Only for me to tell myself, I will not go until everybody has finished. Because I was shy. I was shy. I could not go and do those things. And all that. I was too shy. And, uh, uh, Dr. K, it was so bad. I don't eat where people are. I don't eat. That's how, when you were talking about how you're shy, I'm looking at you, I'm like, he doesn't even know the definition of shy. I can't eat. I can't eat, eat, I can't eat I in the public. People are, yes. Even till tomorrow when we're having a function in church and everybody's eating, I, I can't eat. I'm like, okay, just eat. Uh -huh. You're talking about church. You're talking about, even I'm talking about where things are, I mean, where close people are to me about me. That thing that you've always believed is you, that's not who you are. This is who you are. And this is what is happening in this season. You know, the more we're talking, some people think that, oh, the, the God is showing you your real you. You know, showing you your, you are not the way your body feels. You are not what, uh, you are not this, you are not that. I can't, I can't. Oftentimes, I hear men with assignments on their lives. The first thing they say to me is, a pastor, I can't. Pastor, I won't be able to. Pastor, this cannot have. Pastor, I'm not sure. Pastor, I am too. Pastor, you know, they have a lot of weaknesses that they are, you know, disqualifying themselves from. I can't, I can't make this thing happen. But until you are lost in that place, there are things that happen. You know, when you just go out all out there in his presence and you're just speaking to the Holy Ghost and you just caliber bubble one hour in the there can never pass for a man of the spirit and you will remain the man that you are. No, you can't, you can't when you are locked into Saburadia, Rabulia, and then you remain, you can't remain the man that you are. And, all, and this is they are not meant to be once in a while affair. 
should be a lifestyle. Yes, it's a byproduct of everyday everyday obedience to a man of God, to an instruction from above, produces a testimony in the congregation. Everyday obedience, everyday obedience. You come and the Lord say, do this. You come and the Lord say, do that. You come and the Lord, we never even understand the variety we are looking for. God is the author of variety. The variety way. That's why you saw me appointed pastor, appointed apostle, apostle. God is a God of variety. That variety we are looking for. God is just saying, don't make up your own. Don't engineer your own fire. Let me give you variety. So that when you come to service, everything must Who says choir must sing? Why must you sing every Sunday? You have been singing. Sing. Why do we have services where the Lord can interrupt some things? Just mm. when he finishes the time, let's just let just mess us up. Can we sit on the floor for Christ? Can we just pray? Can we just can we just lie down? Can we just stay? Can we just say some things? Let's just, I, I call it Holy Ghost pandemonium. Okay, God, let, let there just be a Holy Ghost confusion. Hello, just you know one thing, something, something that will just happen and all that. But all it's directing us to is in, you know, there's something you said yesterday, man of God. That's such a blessing. He didn't give us the fire packaged, he didn't give us this encounter packaged. No. If you were there at Pentecost, you would have wondered what on earth is this confusion about. It's there was a mighty machine wind. There was fire on their head. There is a this, what kind of thing is this? You are bringing wind and you are bringing fire. You must choose one. Are you? Do you want the fire to stay or do you want breeze? Which one do you want? He just brought the two of them together and all of and the people now started going. And that's why guys, the guys outside say, "Weary, weary." These guys are not well. Don't mind them. They just drank. They just drank this early morning and all that because there was too much confusion to think that those guys were sane. Why do they were going this way? When no, no, it's not going. And then you want me to do the works of God and I'll have a sense of, I ain't going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. We will do it as raw as it is. Now, Pastor Jerry, <laughs> let me bring this up. A few years ago, one of my pastors, uh, the pastor of one of our branches came to me. He said, mm -hmm. I went for a pastor's conference. And in the pastor's conference, somebody was supposed to be teaching on the science of church growth said, mm -hmm. the reason why some of you, your churches are not growing. It's because, you know, what you're supposed to be doing behind the scene, you are doing it on the scene. Things like praying in the spirit, laughing in the spirit, you know, all those expressions in the spirit. You don't do it in the service. You do it behind the scene. When I heard that, I was mad. I was extremely mad. And you know, the problem I've noticed is this. People that don't flow in the things of the spirit, rather than humble themselves and say, okay, can you help me? What do I need to do? They have a way of explaining it as it is not necessary. And mm. like when I was told, I was so mad. I said, <laughs> I was talking to a young man a few years ago, like two years ago in Chicago. This man came out of a charismatic movement and, you know, he's in Chicago. Now he goes to a church where they don't speak in tongues. There's even the basic speaking in tongues. They don't do it. So I, I called him one day. I said, do you speak in tongues? He said, yes. I said, you're a wicked man. He said, you are raising children and you are taking them to a place where nobody is speaking in tongues. I said, what do you think you are doing to them? He said, you, when you get into a situation and you need the result, you go and pray in tongues. Now your children are growing up in an environment where they're going to be taught that praying in tongues is either established or is gifts for a few people, not for everybody. I said, are you out of your mind? 
there's something about a supernatural culture. You want to deny your children the opportunity to, to, to be cultured supernaturally. So I've never seen it that way. The reason why I just joined that church is because I like the way they do things. They are very excellent. I said, I believe in excellence too. But if you ask me to choose the most important, to choose the, 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 the most important, important criteria in making the choice of your church, church, in fact, I will pick spirituality and supernatural before your so-called excellence. Because now the first place of excellence is in the spirit. Yes. 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 Your definition yes. of excellence is natural. But the first mm. place of excellence is in the spirit. So it must be a church where the word of God is well taught, where the spirit mm. of God is not managed. Mm. <laughs> true. true. Where the spirit true. is allowed to be spirit. Mm. where mm. anything can happen, where mm. manifestations of God take place. You know, I told people a, lot, a while ago, I said one of the reasons, I've been, I've been in ministry for close to 30 years, now. it's going to be 30 years that God called me this August. I said, the reason why I don't bury people often is rare. I can go years and not bury a single soul. Yes. I said, God told me several years, he said, because, it's because you allow me to be. He said, because I'm a manifestation in your meetings, he said, you will bury less people. He said, things will not go wrong. You know, those mm. meetings that God interrupts you, you don't know why he interrupted you. Maybe there's somebody there that is already, mm. already has an appointment with dead that week. Something will come into manifestation yes. at the gifts of the Spirit, and the situation is resolved. While you are trying to preach your well-packaged, well-rehearsed message, you miss out on the best of God. It, it, it's so true, man of God. It's it's so true you know i i, I think everybody who's listening to you will just probably um who knows me will just say wow wow anybody around me ever at any point in time i don't i don't i have since i uh let me not say this so that it doesn't sound, uh, sound very boastful but then again um the truth is that if anybody around me ever has an appointment with evil know that um you decided to walk into evil you know the one that you made up your mind i say uh, 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 they say I will not die and then you agree to die you are the one that decided to go and die, mm -hmm. die by yourself and all that yes uh, so that one is there by the side man of God I can tell you you can't oh you know there's something there's something that David said that inspires me in pastoring and David says that when the lion and the bear came after the sheep David said I went after them I went after them and I opened their mouth and removed the sheep out of their mouth. And I said to God, like David is my model pastor. David is a model shepherd for me here. And I said to God, you see these guys that you have given me? You see these guys that I know? You see these guys that are committed? I said anything that wants to happen to them, let it first of all come and jam me. I said, let it first of all come and jam me first before anything will happen. No, I have had my people face the most severe of circumstances and all that. I told them, I usually would tell them I'm not God. But you see, I understand that I'm a shepherd. I understand that I'm here to make sure that some things, there's nothing that before it happens, God tells me. I had, I had just one recent one in my, in my, in my ministry. God talks to me and I called them. I told them, vividly, this is what God is saying to me. And all of you say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Jesus, I need you guys to get into the place of prayer, get into fasting. And they didn't eventually, they didn't really follow what I said. They didn't follow what I said. And yes, yes, they didn't follow what I said. So, and the rest is history. But then again, this is the place. Look, man of God, the supernatural is such, it's such a bliss. 
Mm. It's such a bliss. You know how it is, God. And I mean, it's such a bliss. Sometimes you're sitting down, the Holy Spirit is giving you those years, those years, chapters of what has happened in your absence. Wow. The Holy Spirit is telling you those years of what's going on in human mind. The Holy Spirit you is know, telling you we, one of the things I'm enjoying most about this conversation is this. I don't get to have conversation with this with a lot of ministers of God around the world. I'm going to be sincere. And unless, if I'm talking to maybe one of my spiritual sons or a protege, that one is different, you know, the DNA. But I'm serious. Mm -hmm. And I, I won't be surprised if God will have us have conversation like this at least once in a month. Because there's a generation yes. to be discipled in the supernatural. Oh, Dr. K, I, I mean, I, I said this all the time. Okay, so, and I was talking to a pastor this morning. I was, in, I, was, I was in a program online with him. And my heart was so burning that I just kept weeping. I kept crying on the program. I kept crying on the program. Because I just felt like the atmosphere was right. The platform was right. That what we're saying was in the habit of God for the now and all that. So, and I, I, I just broke loose. And this doesn't happen to us all the time. You know, it doesn't happen all to us all the time. And this is exactly what the Lord would have us do. This is exactly what the Lord would have us, you know, get into and become the place where, you know, men of like passion will find themselves. Because there are young men, there are young women who desire to be. They want to be, but they are just looking for, where are my models? Who will show me this? Because the truth of the matter, the, the images of the supernatural is very, very rare these days. You yeah, don't yeah. see it in a lot of places. When yeah. I was growing up, Nigeria was not like that. Mm. We had CSC mm. churches, massive miracles, crusades. But, you know, over, I mean, I don't know what happened in Nigeria 10, 15 years ago. Things changed. Things changed. Or I, I see a restoration of the supernatural. You know, I, 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 we're going to be coming back. We, I think we have 40 seconds. But you can still say what you wanted to say. Go ahead. Well, 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 maybe on the other side, because when yeah. I start now, it might just... Yeah. So, yes. ladies and gentlemen, myself and Pastor Jerry are going to come back and continue this conversation. And at some point, I'm going to have him pray for you. There's going to be... God told me, say, a lot of ministers are going to be impacted today. Because they... they... Glory to God. Okay. We're waiting for Pastor Jerry. I believe he's going to come in anytime soon. Somebody asked a question about... Uh, what about managing time now listen is about parity now do you know you can have 90 minute service and still have the move of god that god intends to have the problem is you know a lot of places people have devoted so much time to singing and a bunch of other things and when it comes to the things of the of the spirit in terms of the move of the spirit they they cannot prioritize time wow yeah welcome back pastor jerry uh then i saw there was a young man that asked the question my guess is it might be a minister he was asking the question about time management you know now and i was already answering the question before you came up uh concerning i tell for example my friday service is normally 90 minute service and god still gets to do whatever he needs to do there my sunday service depending i mean these days it might be uh, almost two hours, a little bit around two hours, and of course, a few times we shoot over that. But it's about parity. Now, do you know you can have a 90 minute service and God still does everything he intends to do? Very true. The problem is, there's the same people that are saying they don't have time for the manifestation of the Spirit. They sing maybe in the one hour, 30 minute service, they sing for 40 minutes. Are you getting my point? 
-hmm. I mean, they prioritize every other thing, but the things regarding the manifestations of the Holy Ghost, and you're wondering, okay, because of time, we have to cut it off. Now, it's about what you prioritize. If you prioritize the Holy Spirit in your services, your 90-minute service will still have enough room for the manifestations of the Spirit of God. And God will still do what he needs to do. So I, I, I totally agree. Go, go, I, I mean, I want you to answer what uh, I mean, your perspective. Because anyone, yes, anyone who feels like, um, um, so uh, if we have a move of the Spirit, permit me to still remind you that what I called it was interruption. So when the Lord interrupts you, which means there are things that would drop off from your agenda. Mm -hmm. And so if those things drop off, then his agenda supersedes what is in your agenda. And so you just know that something is happening. And the truth of the matter is that once those things, you know that, okay, there's been an, a, an interruption. You cannot, if the Holy Spirit is saying to you, okay, go and minister to people. and all that the Holy Spirit is not dumb. The Holy Spirit is not like he's an unintelligent spirit. Do you understand? He only keep it to yourself. Let us finish the one for today and all of that. And then we're done. And then the church is busy growing. The truth of the matter is that when you are in that kind of atmosphere, no, not everyone will like your idea. Not everybody will like what you do. Not everybody will like how you do it. Not everybody will appreciate. But then again, some of us are running boot camps. Other people are running entertainment ministry. So Ooh. the truth of the matter, yeah. So we fast that you just you, are, no, you can't just release a, a bomb like that and we need to go back to it. You said some of us are running a boot camp while other people are entertainment ministry and, and that's deep. For example, one of the things I realized in this season is a lot of people whose emphasis has been about multitudes rather than discipleship. A lot of people that the, the, yeah. the, the, the model of their ministry is multitude, let's do anything that would draw people, not necessarily raise people. They're having issues. Yes. Because the multitudes are not disciples. Now they are all over yes. the place looking for some magicians or some entertainers. You know, there are two ends. There's yes. one magicians, the other one entertainers. But if you are yes. into discipleship, this, you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to be in your services is major. Mm. For example, uh, Pastor Jerry, I have a way of measuring the kind of atmosphere you have. By the way, there are two kinds of atmosphere you can have in your church. Your, your atmosphere mm -hmm. can be academic or supernatural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been mm -hmm. in churches before that it was like I was in a lecture theater. That's right. Everything was <laughs> rearranged, set, you know, everything orderly. Even if, if Jesus shows up, they'll tell Jesus you are not on the agenda. This yes. was what we planned. That's now, right. And I've been in a in supernatural atmosphere before. The moment you handle the microphone, the whole place is electrified. You I can, know that you atmosphere. Can, you can feel the prayer life of the people. Caracas the place, even what you, did, what you don't think you have, you will release mm. that day. Mm. They will draw so much out of you, they'll be like, okay, mm. was that there? The kind of revelation you've not shared before, you will share it. Because it was a supernatural atmosphere that allowed mm. you to find full expression. And, you mm. know, I remember there's a friend of mine, an, an African-American who flows in the Holy Ghost a lot. I brought him to Nigeria several years ago, maybe about 19 years ago. So I took him somewhere, nice place. And, you know, they gave him a good honorarium, everything. When we're done, he looked at me and said, Pastor, okay, don't ever bring me back here. I'm like, why? He said, he said I, feel, I feel boxed. 
Mm. And it's, it's such a man mm. of the spirit. He said, I don't care about the, the amount of money they gave, gave me. I would rather put somewhere where they won't give me a dime. Mm. And, and let go. He said, he said I feel boxed. He said, I don't mm. like that atmosphere. And I did not tell him anything. Mm. What he was talking about, I knew about it, but I didn't tell him anything so that he wouldn't be biased. And preaching there once, he picked it up. He said, I don't want to be there again. He said, the atmosphere, uh-uh. It's, it's, my, my, my anointing can find expression. The atmosphere mm. was too academic. Men of God, you are so correct. And this is exactly what I try really very hard to make sure that it never seeps in. Into, and this is something that every man in ministry must be very, very worried about. You know, so that you don't um, gradually build a people who will be more intellectual. And the truth of the matter is that also understand that when you are building a people who you are feeding their mind more than you are feeding their spirits, Ooh. you are feeding their mind more than... I want you to understand that the time you want them to think spiritually, they will still think through their mind because mm -hmm. that has been your focus. Then all of a sudden, you wake up, you guys feel spiritually, spirit. they don't understand. Why are we thinking spiritually mm -hmm. on this matter when you've always fed our mind? So we must understand that everything that we're doing has got a backlash on the long run. And the truth of the matter is that this is a season for hungry men and women. That's and right. one thing that we must allow people is to be themselves. Be the, I remember growing up many years ago, I went to this church. I was a little, I was still young. Um, I was in the secondary school. So I, I went to this church and I knelt down. I felt that worship was so powerful that day. And I knelt down. So their floor was not exactly cemented. So it had a bit of, um, just a bit of German floor kind of floor, you know, not cemented, not sandy soil and all that. So, and I, and I just lay down and I, I was weeping like a little baby. So, and the pastor came. The pastor came where I was, laid hands on my back. I said, Father, no, whatever is his burden, let his burden be rolled away. Father, whatever is his problem, the problem that he's uh, encountering and all of that. So, and then he taps me on the shoulder while the worship was still on. Taps me on the shoulder, see me after service, see me after service, see me after service, and all that. And then after service, I go to meet him because it just didn't make sense. That didn't you realize the floor was not okay? You know, so anything that would have brought you down to a floor that was not okay, that must you be, your problem must be bigger than the uh, state of the floor. So that is the reason why you went down on the floor. But guess what, when he came, and the man, the when he was talking to me, I realized that Kai, Kai, this guy has it. Even in secondary school, I knew that this guy, you see you, pastors, <laughs> I'm looking at you, you will not go far. You will not go far if you will not be able to interpret if you cannot interpret a man who is on a journey into the depths of God, ha, sir, you will not go far. There are men, you see, everyone crying in church does not have a problem. Everyone <laughs> who is weeping in church does not have, I mean, you cannot, so you can't interpret. This is, you know, man of God, I'm, I'm citing this as an example, but this is where most persons are right now. This is where most churches, most people, most persons are right. You cannot define. They just came in. I say, I saw them before they came. They are not the kind of people you give time and all that. Let them go through. Let them do this. Let them, I already met them. We met ourselves in the spirit. Preach it! in the spirit before they came. And so, and if you see me trying to say, you're going to do this, I'm handing this over to you. This and that. And I met them. I met them. I met them in the spirit before they came. And so these are the kind of, if I cannot tell about anyone God is bringing to my, my ministry, 
and I can't tell who they are. I can't tell where they are. I am not qualified to handle that microphone and stand on the pulpit and all that. So this is the time. I, I think I think that what is happening right now, you know, the Spirit of God was speaking to me again all through last night. I said this last night, again this morning. So you know how it is. I usually have little rest. But all through last night, I, I didn't have a sleep until I went to do the 5 a.m. program this morning. And the Spirit of God said to me, he said, why I'm giving you a voice? Why I'm giving you this voice I'm giving you all over, all over the nation, all over the world, and all over. And the Holy Spirit is saying, because this is what my people need in this season. This is, and God says, it's not about you. I'm not seeking to promote you. I'm not seeking to show that your ministry can be successful. I'm not seeking that I can lift a man. He said, don't get it twisted. Don't get it. It's not about you. It is about my need for the now. It is about what my heartbeat is for the now. And all I just kept crying, all, all I, I could just do was just to cry. This is where we are. Man of God, I wish there's a way we can go, go take, take megaphone and go to the front of every church. What you guys are doing is not the right stuff. This is where God is right now. Because a lot of people are where God used to be. And, and it's, it's unfortunate that they are fixated. There's a, a hungry generation that sits under them. There's a people who come hungry, sitting, and, and their spirits, man, are bubbling. Their spirit, they just know there is more. They just, they just know that there, is, there are dimensions, and they are just looking. They are just looking. Uh, for, uh, uh, permit me to say, every Samuel is looking for an ally. So just give me direction and all that. You didn't put that thing that is inside me. I know you didn't put it, but I just want you to just point me in a direction so that that thing inside me can come out. That thing inside. But how if several times Samuel came to Eli and Eli, yes, Eli was blind. Yes, Eli was not exactly a good guy as it were. But a time came when Eli said, the next time the voice was saying, say this to the voice, speak for thy servant, hear it. And all that means that thing Eli said was the foundation to the successful ministry of Samuel. And this is what every congregation, Lord, can I be like an can I be like an Eli? I'm a minister to bring out something in the heart of our neighbors. I, I know that there are many greater Jerry's the Lord have unleashed in the in Nigeria. They have been, they have been unleashed, they have been prepared. They are not yet known. They are nameless. But you know what? When they come to our congregations, and instead of us to know them after the Spirit, we make them usher. We make them this. And all that. After a while, because you cannot see a man with strange deposits of the Spirit, you are trying to put the man where he will be frustrated. What is frustrating him is not the position. What is frustrating him is that there's a fire that is asking for release, and you have put the fire in a wrong place. Two things happen to such men when they fall out they never come back when they fall out it's, it's as in when that frustration continues and continues and continues they just they just get tired there are men who never spoke to me in my congregation and they, they, we've never met we've never met the first time i see them i call them i say there's there's something strange about you and and i just keep telling them you can be here and you cannot be all that and so for me i think this is what a generation is asking for. And this is that season where we will have to be intentional about it. And I'm not just talking about mentorship, like they call it mentorship. Mentor them. Uh, do this other one. Mentor this other. No, 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 no. I'm not asking you to wear my garment. 
I'm not asking you to box you in a corner. No, I want to stare at you. I want, I want you to express the fullness of all that God has. You know, man of God, when we understand this kingdom mindset, you will not be worried. This person broke away. Where did you even break into? Did you break to do more work for God? Oh, yeah, break and enter. Anywhere you want to break, break. Another, in fact, when we're looking for is more men who can break. So, as far as I'm concerned, this is the heartbeat of God in the now. Steering men into the place of the supernatural. You know, it will not be sporadic. It will not be just that everything we do. When we talk, it is supernatural. You know, when, when we reason, it is supernatural. We don't reason with sense. We don't reason with head. Mm -hmm. We don't reason. Look at the conversation I'm having with. Do you know that I'm going to be done with this conversation and I'm going to feel like I prayed for five hours? Because I, I just feel like there are things, there are things that have been touched in the spirit. Because there are people who are here right now. They, mm. are, they, they stumbled on this thing. You've been in a church that is containing you. It's been containing your capacity. You still want to be there. No! Go find yourself where you're going to express the fullness of the spirit. Go find yourself where you can, you can you can you can fulfill the reason why you were created and and this is a man of god you will not believe sometimes somebody walked into um walked into my office you know a member of my church what he walked into he walked into my office and then he said to me uh, pastor i really think the way people are beginning to shout like to make some prayer People, somebody who has never been to church. I don't want you to feel fierce. I don't want you to feel like, I want you to feel like, like the Holy Spirit just messed your makeup up in church. And it is not going to be a one-off experience. And you're going to use your makeup for your party. You know, and you know when I'm coming here, this is not going to be a problem for me. I'm just going to express my, you've got to know that man is that how, this is the, anyone who knows me, and, and if you see the pictures that we put out of our, of our church all the time, that's the church I love to pastor. If you put me any other place, you will kill me, I will die. I will die. You know, I think there are things that, and there are congregations that, there is a church I know in Angola, man of God. There's a church in Angola. Those guys, I don't know what they do, but they always get the atmosphere right. They always, what I mean, get the atmosphere. The strangest of all miracles I've experienced in my ministry, most of them happen in Angola. Whether I am online with them or whether I am real time with them, those guys, they get. Now, this is the people I have to speak and they interpret. So you know the, the law that it takes to speak and inter but the you know supernatural does not understand language. All it understands is the system of the spirit. No, it, it, it doesn't say you're speaking Hebrew, I'm speaking English, I you're speaking Yoruba, I'm speaking uh, Hausa. I know, no, 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 no. Men of the super, you know, I, I, I think just the same way that God said that to Saul. So when you see a band of prophets, just go, go, uh, go and go and start prophesying with them. Let, you will let, 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 let me just interject and, and say something by the spirit. The things of the spirits are not naturally communicated, but they are supernaturally impacted. Somebody needs to write this down. Mm. The you things of the spirit are not naturally communicated. Mm. They are supernaturally impacted. You know, the mm. problem is that we put in too much effort in the mm. natural communication. Yes. And we are not allowing the, the, the release of the things of the spirit, which are meant to be supernaturally impacted. And that's why you see that systems where... You know, the Holy Ghost is not allowed to be like we're talking mm. about. Mm. You mm. will really see, see people say, 
Oh, I sense the call of God upon my life. I'm stepping mm. into this office. God spoke to me. In fact, in most of those systems, they recruit pastors. Mm. They don't raise them. Mm. Mm. Not because they are not people with potential amongst yeah, but, 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 but the yeah. things of the Spirit are not naturally communicated. Mm. They are supernaturally impacted. True, true, true. And, 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 and they, until the church moves away from that place when you want to communicate it. You want to communicate. No, 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 no. And man of God, you know what? It only takes a vessel that has been impacted eh, to be able to impact others. It only takes a vessel that understands and a vessel that has been poured into. It is when you are poured into that you can actually be able to pour into others. Because there are some people who come and they actually desire impartation, but they cannot under, you know, uh, uh, unfortunately, man of God, um, and this is also, let me also bring it even to people who are in the same supernatural sphere, as it were. A lot of people know the dynamics, they know the language of the supernatural, they know the, this thing and all that, but they are not money. Investing it. There's so many people on social media. Bah, 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 bah. The supernatural is when you do this. The supernatural is when you do that. The supernatural is when you do And then you know that, man, you don't have it. Oh. You just have the English. You just have the English. You are, you're just speaking English here, yeah, but you don't have it. Because the truth of the matter is that when your words, are, but I, you, I still know there are some young men around me, men of God, I know that these guys are potential time bombs. And I've got some crazy young, I, there's a young man I spoke to and I said, you know what? When I read the things you write, I see all I see. Uh, let, me, let me say it the way I feel right now. This may not be exactly the way I communicated it to him. I said, when I read the things you write, all I see are lines of fire. Because you just know that there is just, these words were not bettered. They were not bettered from the surface. They were not better. This guy is, you know, you know, the Bible even will talk about a set of people who have had their senses exercised mm. by reason of use. By reason of use. So there's a way they use their senses into God that their senses no longer reason like human sense. They're no longer as in, as in you no longer that and we, you know that's why they keep saying to us all the time, I please be human, let's be logical about it. Unfortunately, and that's not I don't have logical sense anymore. Now there's a way I, my senses have been reconfigured. I don't I don't reason normally again, I don't they talk normally again, I don't listen normally again, I don't again again we don't sense men of and, and I believe that there are so many people who are here today. And God is saying it's an appointment with your life. It's about time for you to separate yourself from people that are not important. Separate yourself. Let out your chandelier. On the long run, the calling, the calling that is upon your life, the calling upon your life is not a majority call. Many of you were not called at the same time. You were the one called. And God is saying, there are things that they want you to explain, explain this other one. There are arguments you don't get into. About the supernatural, believe what you want to believe. Let me do what I want to do. I'm not here to explain that what God is doing in my life. But when push up, look at COVID 19 now. COVID 19 is asking all of us questions now. COVID 19 is asking everybody a question. It's asking, and I would always say this, and I will keep repeating this until Jandi Barabasa. I want to say it a million times over until, until. Wow. You know, what you said just took me back to about 20-something years ago. 
I wouldn't know if you have made one of my spiritual sons, a Pastor Noah Manufor. Yeah. Yeah, you're He's a very dear son of mine. He's been with me for forever. Several years ago, when he was still like a year or two years old, in a, in two, in, about a year or so in our ministry, he, he came to me. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I look at him. I said, Noel. He used to be my PA those days. I said, Noel, there's a problem. Say your head is big. Your spirit is small. Mm. You know, he was making reference to it two weeks ago. He said, you know, that was watching my life. He said, thank God I did not get offended. Whoa, whoa. He said, whoa. because those days I was full of ideas and my ah. spirit man had not been developed to a point whereby it's my spirit man that impacts my mind. Hmm. You know, we have senses, but they, you know, hmm. that scripture you quoted, I love it. You know, there are senses through use. Yes. There's a way you can train your mind. Yes. So your mind now comes under your spirit. So you stop mm. reasoning like a natural man. You now reason mm. like a, a supernatural man. Your perspective has been influenced by the realm of the spirit. Mm. Mm. So when you get to that place, then you will you will pop out the right strategies. Yes, not all these carnal mind-based strategies. Yes. Now listen, I believe in systems. I believe in structures. I believe in strategies. But I always say, you know, I was in Wabek with a dear friend, Pastor Koju, uh, in January. I mean, that, that was the first message I preached by my spirit. I tell them, I said, I have nothing against system. I have nothing against strategies. I have nothing against structures. They are all powerful. But mm. those are not the most important things when it comes to laws. The most important mm. thing is the spirit of God. When we get the spirit right, we will roll out the right systems. Yeah. We will walk by the right structures. You know, I appoint by the spirit. I just made an appointment in a ministry two days ago. My wife and I were walking and my wife brought, because my wife is a resident pastor of the church. I move around a lot, so I can't pass to again. So he said, oh, concerning this, the moment he brought, she brought that thing up, it just popped out in my spirit. This is the person that you edit. And I said, I know the person. He said, really? And I measured him and said, okay. Now, listen, I believe in, in being addictive to the leading of the spirit. You know, you said something so earlier, which, one? Yes, which was so powerful. All yes, this sir. copying people's method. Uh, mm -hmm. They are using this in South America. They are using this mm -hmm. in Europe. They are using it in America. Now, the one that called you has a plan for you. Now, yes, a lot of times we attend seminars which are products of individuals' revelations specified for the assignment. Now, they are turning into seminars and they now market them for us. And it does not apply to our assignment. Someone Man, else's manual is now what you are using to build True. a ministry God gave you. I go to conferences, you know, don't get me wrong. I was still in Exponential mm -hmm. in Florida. The new things, people, they are my people. They find me, they are my people. I love them. They love me. You know, mention my name. There's all. But listen, when I go to their conferences, I I humble myself. I listen. I learn. But I don't get carried away in terms of okay, mm. what they are doing. I must do it. No, mm. there are things mm. I learn from. They inspire me to do what God has called me to do. I cannot apply some of the things they are applying to my system. Yes. It will not work. Work. It will <laughs> work. Wherever there are volumes of book written about us that we have picked into the book, we may not have read all the chapters, 
But some of the chapters we read told us that our destiny is connected to COVID-19. And that we are raised in order to crush it. So we know some of the chapters, but the thing is that the reason why I want, and I said this to my wife, I, I, I just saw her not too long, and, and I said this to my wife, and I said to my wife, you know what? The truth of the matter is that there are things, right, that people, um, and, and, and we're using the example of marriage seminars, right? First of all, you must know what your marriage is, what your marriage is, before you understand now who I should be listening to as he has. Does the person have insight into this type of marriage situation? Because the truth of the matter is that there are marriage seminars that end up breaking homes. Oh, I know. Yes. In fact, I'm very, talking about marriage seminar, I'm very, very picky. Talking about, I'm even talking about bringing people. I mean, thank God for amazing people like Kinsley. I've no Pastor Kinsley yes. for a long time. Yes, yes. No, no, Pastor Kinsley is very sad. He's very, he's very is sad. Ezekiel Latan is another wonderful person. Such people is that God grants them insight into the holistic way of living and dynamics of several marriages, right? And so when they talk, they don't talk from, there are things that they may not have seen by reason of counseling, but it is revealed to them by reason of fellowship with God. Do you know you can find situations like this? They are not exactly their cast on concrete situation. Now, when this happens, this is supposed to be what you have to teach people. And they themselves, they are knowledgeable. There are people who know not. And then they know the stereotypical roles. Well, I call it stereotypical roles of this is what you're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to do it. And they become the dish. The conference, a man of ministry needs to attend is the conference where God the Father is seated. He is the main resource person. He is the facilitator. And then he hands you your manual. The volume of book is not small book. It's not small book. He covers and he begins to open chapter by chapter to a man of ministry. So until that happens, every other thing, you're going to find yourself, each time you look at successful ministry and all that, because every now and then, I get like, um, let me, um, let me be, um, let me be moderate. I get like, um, maybe like uh, 70 requests on a daily basis. I want you to mentor me. I want you to mentor me. I want you, I get 70 requests. And all of these people, I just say to myself, <laughs> ah, you go and find your social mentor. It's not me. I can't mentor you, you know. First of all, you cannot follow the kind of things I do. They are very strange things. So you do not want me to mentor you in a very strange manner and all that. So if you think that mentorship is all about, it's true. <laughs> Jesus even had to ask his disciples when people walked away. He said, even you people, will you pull up, bro? Because this way I am doing, I'm doing it like it's a boot camp, you know. Will you not go? He says, where else shall we go to? Only man of God, you know the truth. Maybe this is what is... Um, creating uh, the kind of uh, shift in perspective that I have. Uh, when God asked me to resign my job at the United Nations, mm. all I said to God, I said to God, please. I mean, I had a well-paying job, and all I was asking God, I was like, God, please, do not let me go hungry. I want to get these things right, you know. And it was a very challenging, I mean, I was not a national staff. I was an international staff of the UNFPA. And so knowing that my life was going to go from there to a place where I was earning nothing, no means of livelihood, no support. My wife was in school in London at the time. So there was just too many things that, I, that were going to happen. And, God, and I came into ministry knowing that eh, if you have to do this, you have to do it well. 
That's you have right. to learn it well. You have to know the depths of God. You have to know the fullness of And I had the foundation of the miraculous. Like I said, um, it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, where they used to bring in mad, mad people. They used to bring to us mad, mad people inside. And then, you know, that now that they brought mad, mad people, start raving mad. Start raving mad. You know, so I used to tell my pastors, I said to them, for starters, for starters, as you people are here, you people should go and prove your ministry with mad people. I usually, and we all laugh about it. I say, go and prove your ministry with mad people. Don't even come and stand up. Say, begin with mad people so that you can, because there are too many people. I'm anointed, I'm anointed. We will know whether it's the real oil or not oil. When you really go and prove your ministry with a difficult situation. And all, you know what, man of God, before Jesus asked Peter to go and launch out into the waters, Peter actually had the word, was with Jesus in shallow waters. Mm -hmm. Jesus asked him, move out a little. Mm -hmm. And he moved out a little. And, and Jesus stopped from that place. And, all, and then Jesus launched him. He's now going to the deep water. You can get your instruction on shallow waters, but your manifestation is in the deep waters. And so this is the really the thing that I, I love about what we're doing. You can get all these things we're getting. You're getting it in the comfort of your house. You're sitting down and you're looking at it. And you say, God, it's, it's an assignment you're getting. It's not just what you're hearing. Assignment. You're getting assignment. You're getting direction. That is going to move and shift your destiny and perspective. You can get your instructions in shallow waters, but your manifestation is in deep waters. So, as far as I'm concerned, this is the heartbeat of God. This is the heartbeat of God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Pastor, uh, Pastor Jerry start praying in a very minute. But I, I want to say something. I just feel led to say a few things. Now, there are different kinds of ministries. There are apostles, there are prophets, there are teachers, evangelists, and pastors, and people are called to emphasize on different things. Apart from yes. the fact that there are different ministry offices. Now, yes. I mean, myself and Pastor Jerry, we seem a lot alike. Okay, not everybody's. I have friends that are not like me. Yes. They are anointed and they still have respect for supernatural things. Yes. One of the men yes. I love so much is Pastor Koju. Pastor Koju is a teacher of the word. He teaches the word, but his depth of respect for the supernatural, mm. eh, he doesn't joke with it. He doesn't joke with it. He might, I mean, his own emphasis is to teach the world and whatever, but he, he, he has a lot of respect for the supernatural and, you know, when you're in his platform, he gives you the freedom to do what God has called you to do because he recognizes, okay, you have been called to add this. And that's why he doesn't joke with certain people, I mean, preaching at Wabek because of the supernatural part they had to Wabek. In fact, he tells like, this person, his session, we can afford to miss it. He will mention certain names. And he says, it's because I'm in Fraser. Another friend of mine who I'm going to be speaking for, in fact, in the, maybe after this broadcast, I, is, uh, what's his name? Andy Osakwe, Summit Bible Church. I'm going to be speaking, speaking with him, I mean, in a few minutes. He's a very good friend of mine. He's a teacher of the world. He teaches, I mean, he's not like us. You get my point in that sense. But they have deep respect for supernatural manifestation. They understand the supernatural and, you know, they, 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 there's a flow with them. There's a flow. And, you know, when you are in their atmosphere, you will know that these people have respect for supernatural things. Yeah. In spite of the fact that it's not what they teach primarily. Because, you know, someone might say, okay, it's because of your calling. Now, even if you are not called to teach on supernatural, like we teach and preach and demonstrate, 
any kind of ministry, whether you're a teacher, you're a prophet, you're a pastor, the supernatural must still be the foundation and it must reflect in your atmosphere. I agree. I agree. It must reflect in your atmosphere. And I believe there must be a measure, at least a minimum measure of the supernatural that must be seen in your service. At least mm. basic prophecy. Mm. Don't let us even go to word of knowledge, word of wisdom, this basic prophecy. Basic Tongues prophecy. and interpretation. Mm. No. I mean, not all this. Everything is rehearsed. Everything is pre-planned. Everything yeah, is according to the book. I mean, That's why can't Holy Ghost just interrupt your service once in a while? Ah. Why can't he just move you? I mean, Pastor God, you preached for me last year. And, you know, what he was going to preach was totally different. But while I was introducing him, his message changed. And I knew. It was the introduction that changed his message. And he went up and he just closed the book. And he started speaking out of his spirit. I mean, I love things like that. I'm like, these are the kind of people I want on my puppets. Mm. Not people who are so rigid as it mm. was in the beginning, so shall it be forever. If I don't plan it, my slide, mm. bring my slide. We appreciate it. If you can send your message a week ahead, I said, there's no guarantee that what I send to you is still what I'm going to be preaching on Sunday morning. So I, he said, it helps us in media because I said, I'm sorry. I will try to send, but there's no guarantee. Mm. because there have been times that it's 10 minutes before the service that I knew the, the message has changed. Mm. So, so I should now go ahead and preach what I've sent to you before so that mm. we mess up your media, so that when you are, you are packaging for television, whatever you are packaging for, mm. are, I'm sorry. So you will have mm. to work with me. I'm a man of mm. the spirit. I'm mm. a man of the spirit. And you know, mm. what we are saying applies to businessmen, not just ministry. You must be... You must be a man or a woman of the spirit, whether you're in business, whether you're in politics, in anything you are involved with, be a man of the spirit. One of my friends is in the cabinet presently in Nigeria. He's a minister. I will mention his name. If I tell you the way, he's a believer. He's a believer, Bible-believing believer. The way he became the minister, it was one of the most supernatural things. Hmm. Somebody has not huh. seen for years, saw him in a play, huh. and he said, why are you not in the cabinet? Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to see Mr. President. Without leaving his house, without doing anything, his name was announced. You have been picked to be a minister of social, so and so. Listen, God, you know, so God, there's a supernatural, and we're coming into a season of, there's going to be so many supernatural shifts. Things are, especially where we just working. This month, there's going to be an unleashing of grace like never before. Yes. You know, I woke up this morning with this scripture so strong. It said, You will not go empty handed. And the Bible says in Exodus chapter 3, verse 22, it says, And the Israelites went to the house of the Egyptians and he said they went to spoil them. They, they spoiled them. You know, you know, do you know what it means to spoil them? They literally just took everything they had. Mm. They were under mm. the compulsion of the Holy Ghost and they were moved to give it to them. Then things are going to be happening. Things are going to be forcing Vashai out of the palace because mm. there's an Esther that mm. needs to move into the palace. Supernatural relocation in politics, mm -hmm. in different mm -hmm. industries. I'm going to let Pastor Jerry...
pray right now. I see there's going to be an atmosphere. God told me, he said, post-COVID, there's going to be so many change. There will be new voices. There will be new leaders. There will be an emergence of a new generation. Yeah, and I want to sure. believe God with you that you'll be one of the people that will emerge. But the reason mm. why we'll be saying all these things is that this things will be by the movement of the Spirit. The people that can flow, mm. the ways that flow with the ways of the Spirit are the people that will walk in these manifestations. It's going to be free. Mm. Remember, I said the things of the Spirit, they are not naturally communicated, mm. but they are supernaturally impacted. As we begin to mm. pray right now, there will be an, a breakout of, of impartations. Some of she you old friends that you have not seen in 12 years 15 years that you went to high school together you'll be supernaturally reconnected the blood that is supposed to to recommend you to pharaoh in the palace is coming mm. to your life so all of a sudden the gift you have always carried that has not been recommended will be supernaturally mm. recommended in the palace because god will create situations that will demand the need that will demand oh, for sure. your gift but there's going to be some supernatural orchestration to make all these things to happen. Over to you, Wherever you are speaking the Holy Ghost, speaking the Holy Ghost. Mata 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the Boshiyadaha. Wow. Wow, Pastor Jerry, thank you. Thank, thank you, Pastor. Thank you. I'm serious from the depth of my heart. Thank you. We are sure you enjoy this podcast. You can also join Dr. K on Instagram at Dr. K Live every weekday at 7 a.m. CST.